Hey, I'm TJ. And I'm Cody. And welcome back to a new episode of another generic entertainment podcast, otherwise known as... AgeCast. AgeCast, the number one completely original podcast about everything pop culture. Movies, trailers, video games, the works. All included here. AgeCast with Cody and TJ. Let me start out by saying, I am not a big sports fan. Mm. I do not like chimps, and I am an accountant. <laughs> I am normally not into comedies. I like practical <laughs> and sober commentaries on the status of social consciousness. But I tell you, when I saw MVP, I did not oh, see a tint of social commentary. However... <laughs> What sold me was the heart. The heart of a young chimp trying to make his way in an unforgiving human environment. Oh. Reminds me of my struggles during my first tax season. This movie will make you laugh. It will make you cry. And it will even make you think, most importantly, it will make you... But most importantly, it will make you laugh while you think of crying. <laughs> this has been my review of Chimp plus Hockey equals Make You Think. A 10 out of 10 on IMDb, MVP, Most Valuable Primate, 2000. That is an amazing review for an amazing movie. I can't um, find a professional critic review of this movie. The only one that exists anymore online is for the New York Times, and I was not willing to pay for this bit. <laughs> I can only find user reviews, and they are all 10 out of 10s. Every single user review is a 10 out of 10. It's a perfect movie. Well, well, I mean, if we ever need another cold open in the future, we can do it sequel, MVP, most vertical primates. Oh, there was the Hollywood Reporter did say, and I quote in only two, two one sentence, how this spawned the three movie franchise makes less sense than the chimp playing and succeeding at ice hockey. This I think that's really rude. But there's a third uh, MVP. I only know. Yeah, it's it's MXP, most extreme primate. Oh my! Oh, MXP is the only one that's on HBO Max. I hate. I have. So I've actually never seen most valuable primate. I've actually only ever seen most vertical primate, Mm -hmm. uh, which I rented from my Hollywood video back in the day, mistakenly. Mm. But this cover, or this movie poster, I the audacity of this film. I know it was in theaters, and I remember back in the day before we had a band presto box of awesomeness, you would walk past the movie theater, right, in the hallway, and you'd see all these movie posters, and you'd be like, I wonder what that's going to be like. That's going to be an amazing film. Then you look at this movie poster (laughs) uh, with Dunstan the Chimpanzee, the most valuable private I don't know if it's Dunstan, but okay. Was that racist of me? Probably. Or specious? Specious. That's the one. I am so sorry. Um, I hope whoever this chimpanzee is will forgive me. Definitely dead. Plays for the Nuggets. (laughs) Wait, the Houston Nuggets? My favorite (laughs) hockey team? The Houston Nuggets. I love the Houston Nuggets. Oh, man. What a... What a class act. Yeah. I mean, their fan base is called the Nuggos. (laughs) 
I don't get it. We're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on here. Uh, Cody, do we have a, a sponsor for today's episode? We do have a sponsor for today. Um, today's sponsor is Randall Park. Randall Park, the park specifically for Randalls. Uh, if you're out there, you're thinking, how am I gonna get my Randall to get any exercise? Well, head on down to Randall Park. The address is five. Thank you. We hope to see you there. We're actually doing a live event in Randall Park, and uh, where uh, take that however you wish. And here at here at Agecast, we want to we want to congratulate you for not seeing color after all these years. Uh, what? I forgot you haven't seen The Office. No, I uh, haven't. So you don't. You don't. Uh, oh, not, is that not, when not, Randall not, Park was in it? Who's that? I did I see it. Know, uh, I only know a park full of Randalls. There was a Conan interview with Randall Park, and he was like, I forgot I was in the office. Yes, I, I saw but, that interview. But people started coming up to him. He's like, what are you talking about? And he plays, his character is um, uh, the poignant character, Asian Jim, where mm. he plays the Asian version of the character Jim. I don't know if it's as good as Asian Mickey Rooney. Don't do this to me. From Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's, what a what what could have been a classic film? We need a new cut to just get. We don't need Mickey Rooney's character at all in the film. Cut him out, and it would still be a good film. Um, speaking of horrible Asian stereotypes, um, if you ever want to go and see a terrible Asian stereotype, go on Disney Plus. Do go to Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, go to no. episode three. No. And there is a 15-second unskippable warning about how horribly racist the episode is. <laughs> oh. Oh. No matter what device you're on, it pops up and you have to read it. That's and then good. the episode starts and you're like, yeah, no, they should not have this episode on here. Is this like on the level of Disney's Dumbo with the classic character Jim Crow? Uh, let's just say, um, the episode's villain is Silver Samurai. Oh, okay. No, you can stop right there. I already And understand. his son, Sunfire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's handled very... Very well, I'm sure. That's well, why they had yeah, the yeah, warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they had the warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall yeah. Park, though, I'd have to say my favorite film of his is... Has he ever been in anything good besides Ant-Man and the Wasp? I love him. I love yeah, him. He's, he's been hilarious. He in... Always he Be My in... Baby was the most generic rom-com I've ever seen, but I will say um, the scene with Keanu Reeves. Randall Park is an amazing actor. Ali Wong's a great actor, too. They were both great actors. I just think the plot of the movie was not there. Uh, but that scene where Keanu Reeves shows up is the most one of the funniest five minutes of film I've ever seen in my life. It's genius. What's the movie called? Somebody Call Me Maybe? What? Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. Nope. Haven't seen that one. I just have the Keanu gif where he, he does the thing. He does the shrug. Yeah. It's it's uh, you, you only need to watch that one five minute scene and you can stop and you'll get the whole movie. A Dictator. Um, another classic film. And yep. um, WandaVision. A Disney Plus series much like a series that has recently ended, Cody. Whoa, was that a decent transition from TJ? Don't expect it to always happen. And yes, folks at home listening right now, if I ever have a decent transition, it will immediately be ruined. 
probably by me, this time by Cody, by acknowledging I had a great transition to the docket. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, folks, that's right. We're moving on to our next topic on the docket. Remember, you can always see copies of the docket if you go to the uh, Smithsonian Air and Space Museum, www.com. That's my favorite website, actually. Type it in Smithsonian Air and Space Museum, www.com. Forward slash, that's it. That's it. Um, And the next thing we're going to discuss is our overall thoughts on the recently ended Disney Plus original event, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, I'd have to say... um... I wasn't too crazy uh, between Bucky and Purple Bucky's fight, but when White Sam Wilson came down and, and <laughs> said, I have to eradicate you, Sam Wilson. And Sam Wilson said, hey, uh, Theseus is a ship. Uh, we're, we're actually one of the same. And then they actually they actually ended racism. And I think you're talking about WandaVision. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the better series. Okay, so here's here's how Falcon Winter Soldier went for me. Um, I was very much looking forward to it, um, but after WandaVision exceeded any of my expectations, uh, I was like, okay, it probably won't reach that level. And I watched the first episode, and I, I hated it. I think the first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier is... It's bad. 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 Like, the introductory uh like action scene is so horrible uh, i told you like, it was an angley 2003 directed yeah scene. and i think we even have talked about this on the cast already but i still got to bring it up um it wingsuits don't work that way it's it's silly um the stuff with falcon doing hand-to-hand combat like on the plane against batrock that looks pretty good but like everything else was silly but and it felt like like extreme just military propaganda. But as the show went along, I started to realize they probably did it on purpose. And if not, it's it worked out. Because um, by the end of it, it kind of feels like the tone of the first episode was so silly. Because by the end, the whole point was like the, char- the main characters having their ideas turned on their heads. And, like, the tone of the show turned on its head. So, like, maybe that's what they were going for. I feel like Uh, maybe not a complete uh, turn. I'd say more of a uh, every character, for the most part, had growth and evolution. And so did this show. This show definitely, if it was going to continue its course from episode one, it would have been terrible. Mm -hmm. While WandaVision, if it continued its course from episode one, it would give me 200 episodes and I would not be bored at all. 100 percent. but the weird thing about that for me is i'm glad you brought this up because i wanted to say this and i forgot Uh, i think the opening episodes of wandavision are infinitely stronger but more people complained about that than they did falcon and winter soldier i i think it's because what i was afraid of and i'm gonna be honest i did not um well first off i've never liked uh, Bucky or Winter Soldier as a character in the comics mm-hmm. or in the movies. I've always thought he um, it was wasted potential, in my opinion. Falcon, I when I had my subscription to Marvel Unlimited, I actually really liked uh, new Cap Falcon. 
Sam Wilson cap. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. He partners up with Miles Morales and uh, the new Miss Marvel. And I'm big fans of all three of their characters. But I had felt in the MCU, uh, Sam did not get a chance to really be a character in any mm-hmm. movies. In fact, I think the most character we see is in Ant-Man, the first one. And that's his only <laughs> that's his only solo scene in any MCU movie that I can think of. Yep. And uh, but I mean, he also has single line. He has the most powerful single, well, maybe second most powerful in the whole first three phases. Cap on your left. Mm-hmm. When portals happens, it's amazing. So I was, I thought the show was going to be very uh, uh, catering to the average crowd to maybe even get some non-Marvel fans in, which is fine. Yeah. That's how money works. They'll hopefully hopefully fund a new WandaVision series. Mm-hmm. But I was pleasantly surprised that as soon as Zemo shows up, I'm happy with the show. And I actually really like the more down-to-earth slice of life Sam and his, and his sister and nephews in Louisiana. Yeah. That little community... When Bucky comes and helps with the boat, and everybody's like, oh, come on, it's Bucky. And he's like, yeah, I'm flirting with your sister. And Sam's like, don't do that. And I was like, oh, man, mm-hmm. I, now I'm just needing like, some like slice-of-life comedy. And it's just Sam and Bucky realizing that they love each other. Um, and maybe they realize their true feelings for one, one another out there in the, the bayou. Yeah, I can't wait for Bucky to become his brother-in-law. <laughs> what okay but, I, oh yeah i agree the most divisive character is definitely has to be um u.s agent what's his name john walker john walker yeah he had he tried to go for a robocop thing for a bit there what do you think of john walker um the second best scene in the show was him getting beat up i it was great. I hate him. He's the worst. The one time, wasted potential, and I get they're following the comics. They they seem to not they seem to not, not completely follow the comics, which they shouldn't. But sometimes they feel they're so limited to what the comics do. I think John Walker should have continued to be a villain. Uh, his redemption arc is non-existent. But that one scene. Where he is like the unstoppable force going after uh, Kylie. Is that Carly? Carly, 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 going after Carly. And he's like not speaking. And mm. he's just an unstoppable force right there. He's essentially yeah. like some classic slasher monster villain. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. And that was the best I liked his character when he wasn't talking. When he, yeah. he was just um, an unspoken force. Yeah, for sure. I think his redemption was a little dumb. I also don't think he is fully redeemed. I at least hope, because it seems like he's definitely working for a criminal organization. I mean, he's working for the Countess, who... Madam Hydra. Yeah, she was a Madam Hydra for a while, and she worked for S.H.I.E.L.D., and she was a uh, sort of a thing with Nick Fury for a while, but... Who knows what they're going for she had with that, this. That, sick, that weird sitcom stint in the 90s. She's very successful with it, though. Yeah, I really loved her on one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. The only thing she's ever been in. Oh, I think you mean The New Adventures of Old Christine. 
used to watch that I show. I do. I used to watch that bad show. You know, I, I, I only know her from Veep, a show I've never seen in my life. Oh, I've got, yeah, I've never seen Veep either. Um, I've heard pretty good things about it, I think. But I, I want him to continue to be um, not a role model. I'm fine with him not being a full-on villain, but an anti-hero more leaning towards anti that you're very clearly not supposed to root for. I don't, I want him to just constantly be messing up. Like, I feel like, you know how they should have played his character? They should have mm. made him the Zuko of the MCU. No, They should have no done it. They he does, no, no, he, he, he doesn't deserve that. He doesn't deserve it now, When they before they did anything. That's what no. they should have. And no, too good for him. He wanted he wanted to impress Daddy Hydra, who gave him a scar and and the MCU Magni Mai, and uh, he's 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 there for his honor, and he has he has a black Uncle Iroh that unfortunately <laughs> will not make it. Also, yeah, what was his his friend was like the only stable character in the whole show, and then they're just like, well, we can't have that. Well, no, you had to kill Lamar. You knew it was going to happen from the second he showed up. But I liked Lamar. He was so charming. He was also kind of bad. Well, he, <laughs> he was... But he was better about it. Maybe. He should have been the super soldier compared to John Walker. Yeah, I'd be fine if... I kind of just wish when he showed back up, he just got beat up and was just laying on the ground bleeding for the rest of the battle. That would have been... I, I, I would have been perfectly fine with that. I do love the restraint of not giving Sam the super soldier serum. I was very afraid yeah. when there was one left that they were going to find some way to be like... I was afraid they were going to pull some like second act of Black Panther where they they stole <laughs> one thing and they're like, it's for you. And he's like, I don't want it though. I, I, don't, I don't deserve it. And he's going to have it. And now he's just... They're like, look, now you're just Captain America. No, he's his own person. He needs to be his own person which i like that yeah they don't need the he doesn't need it at all and that was great i think all everything about him becoming captain america was amazing and best part of the show uh him training with the shield him just doing a training montage what's the last time you've seen a modern training montage it not doesn't happen often and it's not executed this well it it was really good it hit all the beats um and then building up to his suit and then it just being comic, comic accurate, accurate. Yep. like no holds barred, no two thousands X Men leather jumpsuits. They do some full s- on. Yep. Oh man. And like this is one thing Phase Four has been great about so far. Like the Wandavision suit, well, Wanda suit at the end, fantastic, incredible. Yes. Could not want more. Yes. Uh, Sam's Captain America suit could not want more. Zemo gets his purple mask. Sure, why not? They okay. I was happy he had his purple mask, but they did definitely, that was more of a, and I liked it, it was more of a nod of the early 2000s comic book representation, where they, like, found the in-universe reason to, like, and not even, like, a comic in-universe reason. It was just like, yeah, he has this on him when he wants to kill somebody and not be seen. He's the bear. Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, The only problem is they'll never let a black man become captain america oh but what don't you love that wonderful argument of like but iron patriot it's like it's not captain america it's a different it's different 
He's got a different, different title. Person. Different title. It's a different, literally a different person. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I think the show is fine. Um, the it ended much stronger than it began. Um, I, I like where I I like Sam's character has developed more than ever before. I like um, Bucky will finally stop moping around, and hopefully something good will come from that. I'm excited where these characters will go. Yeah, but I'm not sold on anything yet. I'm still I'm I like both of them more now, but I mean it's not like where we left off with Wanda when Wanda Vision. I was just like, all right, how long until the next Doctor Strange? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like it led right into it because the last the last thing you hear in WandaVision is the Doctor Strange theme. Yeah, and I was just is like, awesome. "Is it next year? Is it next year already?" I need it's less movie. than a year away now. I know. Oh man. Speaking of, did you see the full Marvel trailer that came out? I did. I was crying. It's same. It's incredible, and I just want to go to a movie theater. We can get hit that in one second, um, but. It's weird to me that they have not announced anything about when Captain America is showing back up again. Yes. We have no clue. It's rumored that there's a Cap 4 coming out, but it wasn't in that trailer when they could have announced it. And I think, because Phase 4 is going all the way until 2023, Yep. I think 2024 would be way too long to capitalize on new Cap. Same. I think there, if he doesn't show up until then, like that's, that's insane. It's gotta be, he's gotta be... They have to be hiding him. Like, I feel like if they're not... If they're not, then Kevin Feige need to be better at keeping this universe cohesive. Well, yeah, because, like, we knew Wanda was going to be in Multiverse of Madness. We've known that for a long time. And that's not that far from now. That'll be about a year from when WandaVision premiered. He'll be in, um, he'll be in the new Thor for uh, a, a nice, fun... There's there's already too many people in that movie. <laughs> Look, the Guardians are in it. Jane Thor is in it. Valkyrie, Queen Valkyrie is in it. Yeah. Um, Guard- Zeus is in it. <laughs> the, Zeus. The, the new Thor and uh, Guardians Volume 3. So two consecutive years in a row on my birthday weekend, those movies will come out. So that's exciting for me. Yeah. Um, two of them are for me as well. I can't remember which ones. Uh, Probably the- Black Panther. I think it's Black Panther and maybe the Marvels. I can't remember which ones. So are they going to have Shuri become the Black Panther? Or is this already we don't filmed? Know. Okay. We have no idea. The, the title reveal was that trailer. It's I was just Black Panther Wakanda forever. I was wondering uh, when we... what What's the name of the Elite, um, the elite Squadron from Wakanda that showed up in... Dora Milaje. The Dora Milaje. I was wondering if they were gonna try to like, not like obviously I didn't expect to see like Chadwick Boseman or anything, but if they're gonna say something like, the King's ill, we need to keep enemies closer. They're if they're gonna have some in universe tie in. Yeah, we we have no idea what they're doing without that. Um, we'll find out soon enough. Um, but might as well trans uh, go ahead and uh, transfer. It's not it transition. Over and let's just talk about that Marvel trailer just to real quick. It's off docket, but it is um <laughs> oh, it is already relevant. going off docket um, here, Cody. So if you haven't seen it, it's just kind of a all Marvel trailer. It starts off with one of Stan Lee's speeches 
um, one of his best, just about. It definitely didn't unity hit me right in the and, gut or anything. Yeah, and like being together and how like they used it to frame how like going to the movies together was an event, and of course they had to play footage of a movie theater watching Endgame. Stop, just stop. It's which TJ and I sat next to each other watching Endgame for the release, and it was pretty incredible. And, like, I haven't had an experience like that since that movie came out. And I, had an and amazing, I haven't been to a I, movie theater. I had an amazing prediction that came correct. True. That's very true. Crossroads was in the movie. He was. Um, like, I haven't even been to a movie theater in over a year. And, like, that's one of my favorite things to do in the world. So, like, seeing that really hit me in the feels. But they did um, reveal a couple things. Well, one, I just want to say the music was incredible. Like yes. the trailers were in time yes. with the Marvel theme, that's so cool. Whoever whoever edited this um, trailer together, bravo to you, great job. Yeah, um, it was so good. But it just clo- showed clips from old things until uh, they showed footage from three of the upcoming movies of this year. There are four movies coming out this year, that's which is insane, crazy to me. But there are three that have footage. We got more Black Widow footage, but that movie's been done for a year, so who cares? Um, The same Shang-Chi footage we've already gotten. And then our first look at Eternals ever. Um, And I'm very excited for that movie. I'm I'm, um, cautiously excited. Yeah, I think we're going to get a full trailer for that within the, the month. And it's going to say from Oscar winner Chloe Zhao because the woman who won Best Director is directing that movie. Oh, heck yes. I, I caught myself. Yeah. I almost... Also, so Spider-Man's coming out this year. Did they yeah, push December. that up? Because I thought that was a 2022 release. No, it's been where it's been. I always, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I For some reason, I remembered like April 2022. Maybe it was in April 2021 they pushed it back when... Homecoming came. Out. I knew it was supposed to become really soon after like Far, Far from, from Home. Yeah, because I remember thinking I was like, "Oh, it's too far away. I need it right now." But um, yeah, it's coming out like the day after Emily's birthday, so that might be. I mean, we're fully vaccinated. That might be my first movie back in theaters. If we have a theater yeah, around I... here, we our theater closed down, but they're talking about yeah, reopening true. it. There are three theaters open around me. One of them has been always been disgusting, and I will not go back there. Um, the other one is kind of good, um, and I'm thinking this summer I'm going to see Shang-Chi in theaters, but at a matinee when I know no one's going to be there. Because, uh, as you, listeners know, I'm a teacher, so during the summer I have, like, the days off. Hey, well, maybe, so I'm maybe go I can come with you because I'll also have the days off. What else am I going to do? Literally, absolutely. Come down here, stay for a while, have some memes. Let's go see Shang Chi. I've got nothing else to do. Have you bought any figures from that that wave that just came out? Uh, so that wave did come out already. Um, no, I almost did. I'm trying to. Even though we're about to talk about a bunch of Marvel Legends, I just bought. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm trying to not get too many. Um, the only one I want is Shang Chi himself. So I'm just gonna wait till he pops up in stores. Well, I know he's not going to be hard to find. He's he's everywhere. I've I almost picked him up. Uh, I almost picked him up, but I I was debating. Um, what who's the the woman's name? I was debating also getting the woman because I feel like uh, is it 
Zhangnan. Is that how you pronounce that? I can't that? remember. Uh, the the woman with the bow and arrow. Okay. Because I feel and I and I don't know anything about her. I also don't know much about Shang Chi himself, but I feel like the women character Marvel Legends figures don't always have the most accurate looking bolds or the best the best no. cast. And this looks a lot like her. And who knows? Maybe she'll be uh, an awesome like kick butt character. And I'd love to support that. Uh, just like finally with this next Marvel Legends wave coming, I think this Wanda coming out is a lot better than the last Wanda Marvel Legends figure. Oh yeah, this new wave, the Disney Plus wave, uh, is incredible. Um, I pre-ordered the whole wave because I you got all six to... already. Yeah, I pre-ordered the whole wave immediately from Dorkside Toys um, because they get their waves in before anyone else. I got the um, oh god, what it was the Endgame wave, the first Endgame wave months before most people did because I pre-ordered from Dorkside, and yeah, no, I am. Very much excited. There isn't a figure in that assortment that I wouldn't want. Even U.S. And, Agent? Yeah, to go through it, um, we have Sam and his Captain America outfit. Um, and the build build figures mean you get one piece with each uh, figure. And in order to get Sam's wings, you have to get all of them. So that's another reason why I would want to get all of them. Um, Which I think but, my theory is, because I am probably eventually going to get every single one in this wave as well and that's yeah. normally i'd never even think that i normally scalp out like scope out one or two figures i want but all yeah. all six i want and i think that's why this build normally the build of figures another like marvel normally like a marvel villain like a, a large marvel villain or like a yeah a once-off hero uh, but yeah having the wingsuit and getting a stand for it would be sweet yeah, and like, so the other ones besides that are, um, you get Loki from the Loki show. I wish it was his comic suit that we've already seen in the trailer. Yes. Because it looks awesome, but you it's just, just get, him you just get in Tom a Hiddleston. You just get a Tom Hiddleston figure. Yeah, but that body, um, I feel like what I'm going to end up doing is using that head on the Loki figure I already have mm. and use that body as just another civilian um maybe like get a colson head or i have like tony stark heads lying around pop that on it civilian tony stark easy i'll put my um, uh, my my carol danvers extra head on there uh sure why not <laughs> um then we've got a bucky from falcon winter soldier he looks pretty good his wakanda um, arm actually look, yeah. the detail's not too bad on it his face is kind of uh, generic looking Zemo, Zemo and Bucky. You can tell their molds are probably right next to each other on the production line. Yeah, uh, Zemo, I am very much looking forward to because his outfit is amazing and I love it. Um, I am currently planning on doing Zemo for Halloween. Mm. Um, I am deviating from my Thanos, maybe just for one year. But I'm still doing a purple villain. I was going to say, you're going to so, have a, a different purple villain this time. Yes, slightly different. Um, and then we've got White Vision, who I would absolutely want, because I called White Vision being in it months ago. 
I really wish months before the show. Even I, I, I really, really wish they went back to some like generic or late nineties and made this white vision glow in the dark. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Would be sweet. Uh, then you've got us agent in his final outfit well, from the show. And if you like us agent or you just think he looks somewhat cool, this is actually a very good model. Like this is looks just like him. I think. Yeah. It's very solid, and I'm fine with it not coming with an unmasked head because I would never. I would use never, it anyway. yeah. And then the final and the piece de resistance, as I, they say in Germany, the Scarlet Witch. It's incredible. It's it's awesome. It looks so good. It's a great, incredible suit, and it's it's just great. And I have the whole thing pre-ordered, and I can't wait for it to. She come has the chaos out. magic swirling around her hands. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it actually oh, yeah. looks like Emily. Um, what's her Osmond? Osmond? Not Emily Osmond. She is uh, from Hannah Montana. What's what's? Okay, okay, okay. Let's go through this. Emily Osmond is the younger sister of Haley Joel Osmond. You want the younger sister of a different '90s child? Yeah, actor. I know. Mary Kane, Ashley, o- Emily Olsen. There yeah, you go. That's it. That's it. Except it's not Emily. Oh, Amelia. Nope. Elizabeth Olsen. That's Elizabeth a, Olsen. It's a, a different, different. Oh, I was trying to. So my Emily, I was trying to say um, she should dress as Wanda, and I could be White Vision because I'm already white. And <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need a suit. Don't need a suit. I'm sure I'll be bald by then, anyways. <laughs> oh, you could do an ironic outfit of like it's just you wearing glasses. I'm white vision. Uh, come on. Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> Do you get it? That's really bad. That was that was good. <laughs> Cody, uh, Cody what, but yeah. Um uh, what if you you blessed our people with your initial first thoughts on that? You actually you have to sell me on dropping everything to watch Bad Batch. Okay, Bad Batch is incredible. Um it immediately from the first few minutes tied into other Star Wars media in an amazing way. It's a continuation of the Clone Wars and also a pre-continuation of other things. It's incredible. Uh, I can't recommend Bad Batch enough to people who have seen Clone Wars. So I've seen Clone Wars, right? Yeah. But, you know, the person I live with, Emily is her name, um, has not. And we pretty much watch everything together. Uh, There's very few things where I'm like, hey, I want to watch this. We shared TV, right? So she has not seen it. How integral is watching Clone Wars to Bad Batch? Like, would she be confused? Uh, well, it's basically an eighth season of Clone Wars. Okay, okay, so that answers that. I don't know if she would be completely confused, but like, they don't help you. Oh, I'll just (laughs) sell it. I'll just sell it, like, because I started her on episode four, anyways. Just like Star Wars did. I'll sell it like George, like our boy George just, does. Just watch all of Clone Wars. It's worth it. I haven't, I've not seen, because I've watched Clone Wars week to week. Wait, you haven't even moment. seen season seven yet, I have, have not. You? Well, I saw one episode with you. I've seen up through season six. The, Though you have to watch the Bad Batch arch, arc of that before you can watch the Bad Batch right, show. Fine, fine. <laughs> uh, but I watched it week to week as it came out the first yeah. four seasons and then i watched five and six at some point in college but uh because that was the time my little brother was really into 
like Cartoon Network and everything. So he would watch whatever dumb show he was watching, and then I would watch that. And the mornings, Young Justice and Green Lantern. Young Justice mm-hmm. was great. Green Lantern was just on. And uh, that, was, that was that. <laughs> the 3D animated Green Lantern. 3D animated Green Lantern. The, hey, the figures for that show were pretty good. Yeah. Um, I am currently rewatching uh, Young Justice. Well, finished my rewatch of it, and I'm now on season three, which I've never seen. Uh, watching it with Haley. And, uh, How is season three so Yeah. Far? Season three, so it's not a Cartoon Network show, of course. It was a DC Universe streaming, and now it's on HBO Max. And they use the fact that they're on streaming to just get really gory. Oh. Um, which is really out of character. And also, they're just doing everything. Oh, no. Name a comic Don't thing, it. it's happening. No. It's have, it's have silly. Have they used the term infinite crisis yet? Okay, I guess the one thing that isn't going on is crisis. But, like, also, the Justice League are in their New 52 suits now, and I hate every single New 52 redesign. You don't even like the like Batman Wonder one? Woman, you don't even like the Batman one? Batman looks mostly the same. But, like, Wonder Woman is in her New 52 outfit, which I hate. Superman's in his New 52 outfit, which I despise. Yeah, I don't like, but, I don't like Wonder Woman. Superman's... I'm just indifferent. He needs the trunks. He needs the trunks. I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent to the Superman one. The Wonder Woman one, I will admit, I do not like... Either. And then um, Tim Tim Drake Robin is in his, and he has the hood, which is fine because I do like that one. Is it New Fifty Two Blue Beetle? Uh, he does look older. I don't know if it's exactly Blue Fifty Two. And are we gonna have Gay Blue Beetle and Gay Booster Gold? The only good uh, thing no, of the New Fifty Two. No Booster Gold. <laughs> what? What? Young Justice season three. You had one job. It doesn't have Booster Gold yet, but it does have literally every other comic thing in existence, all being revealed in the span of two episodes. Um, it's a nightmare. <laughs> speaking of HBO Max, it is uh, got a hold on me. I I swore after my one month, I would stop because I was just gonna watch King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla yeah. versus King Kong. But um, I instead of Young Justice. I have been slowly rewatching all of Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, and the, nice. I just smile. I'm smiling the whole time. What, what amazing shows! The DC animated universe as a whole: Batman, Batman Beyond, even Superman, Static Shock. Uh, I love it. That's my childhood right there. And if you had asked me growing up, I was definitely a DC kid over Marvel. Mm-hmm. Marvel was like unheard of actually with us growing up. Like Spider Man was it. Like, yeah, uh, Marvel was uh, Spider. Well, Spider Man and X Men. Spider Man and X Men. That's true. Spider Man and X Men. Nobody cared about Daredevil. I did. I cared about you, Ben. No one cared about Iron Man. That's for sure. Definitely nobody. Captain America was known, but nobody really knew anything about him. They're just like it's the guy with the shield. Yep. But I was a, I was definitely a DC kid. Teen Titans too. I'm gonna be on that after Justice League. Um, uh, I. I love it right now, and the reason why I'm going to talk out loud with my transition, because HBO Max has also allowed us for free, you just pay your subscription, Warner Brothers movies that, that are releasing in theaters also release on HBO Max, and that yep. has definitely helped justify my $15 a month, because that's the price of a movie ticket. Oh yeah. And it's, it's awesome. And the movie this 
two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago? Something like that. I don't remember. Um, Mortal Kombat 2021. Yeah. Uh, first off, Cody, are you any in any such way a Mortal Kombat fan when it comes to like... I assume you like the 90s movies, knowing you. But the, uh, I, I own it on Blu-ray, yes. But the, the video game series... Uh, here's my thing. I played a lot of MK1 through 3 when I was younger, because both my dad and stepdad really like it. Um, and, like, I had it on Genesis and Super Nintendo. That's, that's a very <laughs> much boys their generation thing, too. Yeah, 100%. Like, going to the arcade and playing that was a thing. But I am just really bad at fighting games. I understand how they work. I can do most combos, but I just... I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal. But, like, I do like the lore a lot. Um, it's ridiculous. And if anyone says it's good, they're lying. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. It, um, it does have the best uh, storyline of any fighting game I've ever... If you call it that. If you call... If you say the word best, and you, it's in your English language, and storyline, and fighting game, it has that. Yeah, I find it very interesting the character dynamics and all the things like that. Do you, do you have a so particular yeah, a particular a character you are a fan of from afar? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of a a, a normie. Like, I loved Scorpion as a kid, mm-hmm. which, like, of course, who didn't? He was cool. Um, but to go more obscure, I don't know. Um. Let's see. What is what are the robot ninjas' names? Uh, well, there's Cyrax. Well, there's Cyrax. There's um, well, Smoke will eventually become one. Cyrax is the oh great, the yellow one. There's a yellow, red, and orange one. Whichever one was the red one, I liked him a little bit. But yeah, I I don't have one particular. What about you? Um. I played the first three Mortal Kombat's religiously growing up. Mortal Kombat and Tekken was some of the only games my dad and I would play because he um, he loves arcade fighting games. If we would go to an arcade, I would be the kid on the ski balls, and he'd be playing like he would be playing any three D fighting game in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Like real people, he didn't really play Street Fighter, and to this day, I'm way better at Street Fighter than him. But the first three Mortal Kombat's, he has muscle memorized everything. I still can't beat him at those. But I got into Mortal Kombat with MK9 on the 360, which is just called Mortal Kombat. And Mm. I probably have over 1,200 hours in that game. Uh, I got really into the online matches. I had over 5,000 online matches. And my win ratio was a 95%. Nice. Uh, my main, uh, or my BTS bias when it comes to the MK universe is Johnny Cage. So you already know I'm upset at the absence of my favorite character in this movie. He's the he's the and teaser. He's coming. he's in the first Mortal Kombat. You could he had every other character in the first Mortal Kombat but him. But my secondary favorite character who I used to play as all when I wanted to prove I was good at Mortal Kombat. Kung Lao, and I do love mm. Kung Lao a lot. Uh, and he was great at uh, 
going against the Scorpion and Sub-Zero mains that made up everybody online. <laughs> and Kung Lao was awesome in this movie, and then they had to kill him off because he was the only good character. Correct. Yeah, no, that's my biggest complaint, is the death of Kung Lao. Spoilers, Kung Lao died. Oh, and Cabal, I loved Cabal. He's a little... Little, little, uh, I, I wish we cursed in this podcast sometimes. Every now and again, I wish. <laughs> Cabal is fine. But overall, yeah, the movie, without going too much off the rails, um, I, I, I put a review out on Twitter and I said it was something like, um, it takes the goryness of the games and the just completely incomprehensible lore and turns it into a gory and incomprehensible movie. And that's all I could ask for. It, like, it might be the perfect representation of trying to get into Mortal Kombat without knowing anything for an hour and a half. Yeah, and like, could you do a better thing with these characters? For sure. Um, and I think some of the action was way overly edited. Um, if you watch some behind-the-scenes stuff, you can see the fights going on a lot um, longer. And it's actually really well choreographed. And I think the editing really just ruined a lot of the fights. Um, but that's something that can always be fixed with another cut. Um, but I, for the future, I'm, I'd love a sequel. I'd love a sequel. They should have had a non-American studio handle it. We really, they really should have had yeah. some studio that specializes in martial arts films. Like I didn't, I don't need as many special effects. I mean, if you actually played Mortal Kombat, uh, the chain, you only use the special effects. The chain, it's a lot like Smash in that way, where. You can tell a player is better at Smash if they actually use the A button when they play. Yep. That's exactly how it is with Mortal Kombat. At least it was two Mortal Kombats ago when I was into the competitive scene. I <laughs> I had to quit that when I had a life. So I cannot, mm -hmm. I cannot competitively get into any video game, especially not a fighting game. Competitively get into a fighting game, you did it, it's your job. Like, yep. it's horrible. Yeah, but overall, like, yeah, I would like a sequel, and that if a movie can get me to ask for a sequel, then I'd consider it a success. I just need to see my boy Johnny Cage, played by Nathan Fillion. Mm, I think we need to see our boy Johnny Cage, played by Nicolas Cage. I, people have said it, and you know, I wouldn't be opposed to it. We get an old man Cage. Yeah. Overall, yeah, again, not bad. Um, but... Speaking of HBO Max movies, there is one coming soon-ish. I have no idea. I don't remember. And it's a movie that has been in the works for as long as I can remember. I remember first hearing about this movie when I was in elementary school. I would say like school. 2003 or four. Like this movie has been in the works since LeBron James has been playing basketball. And that's literally forever. That's 2003. <laughs> yeah, 2003. So, Space Jam back in action. Um, <laughs> they decided instead of making it Space Jam, it's Ready Player One. Um, uh, yeah, no, it literally is just... It's the same studio though, right? So they're probably yeah. just like... I mean, the plot, the plot of it is they go through other movies to save the Looney Tunes or something. But basketball also happens. Sure it does. <laughs> if you say so i uh i you cannot see at home because we are not recording a video but i went out and bought a, a a double pack of this new space jam action figures uh one came with lebron james and i have the goon squad member chronos 
who is oh. a representation of Damian Lillard, my favorite basketball player, and he's going to be, I think he's the leader of the opposing team, and uh, his name is Kronos because his nickname, or his, his one of his things is Dame Time, and he, he points at his wrist, oh. and they all have, all of the Goon Squad members all have references to their uh, their sports, like, nicknames or personas. Wow. So there you go. A little, little Easter egg there, kids. I'm sure that's what um, you all came for, was the basketball part of Space Jam. Now, is Charles Barkley going to be in this one? That's actually my prediction, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, my prediction that's is it. Charles Barkley will actually be the main bad guy and will be the reason the, the dimensions are changing because he wants to see LeBron James lose it all. So you're saying Don Cheadle is actually Charles Barkley? Yes, but I'm also saying, what if actually... Okay, real prediction. The serious prediction here. They're going to have all these different universes. At some point, the Toon Squad will be down. And instead of getting Bill Murray to come in last minute to help them, it will be a CG'd Michael Jordan wearing the original Toon Squad outfit from the 90s. And... He'll say, he'll say, who are you expecting? Elmer Fudd? Just like he used to say in his classic Uh, 90s Got Milk commercial. That is what's going to happen. Oh, no. That's more likely to happen than any other prediction, and you know it. Michael Jordan's going to show up and say, who are you expecting, Bill Murray? Murray. (laughs) And then Bill Murray's there. But he's... And Bill Murray's like... Uh, but he's 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 lost. He should not be moving around. Bill, go back home. Bill Murray's only going to show up as Garfield. <laughs> he will be the voice of Garfield, but he won't have. It'll be like when Vin Diesel voices a character. Like it, it gives you. Well, I mean, he was the voice of Garfield. He was in the live action films. Yeah. Well, the whole. Well, do you know the story behind that? Yeah, because uh, the voice of Garfield in the cartoon plays yeah. uh peter vinkman in the ghostbusters cartoon who bill murray yeah. is the actor for in the live action film yeah and i think bill murray like straight up sued the dude when he was doing garfield because he said he was just doing his voice and then it ended up being him who's playing garfield wow well anyway the one and only prediction is that the movie's gonna be bad <laughs> i uh because believe it or not the original's also bad the original is a, a yes, it is a bad film. It um does not does not really have a plot actually. Now that I think about it, the whole plot of the first film is the Looney Tunes are going to be enslaved, and they're like Michael Jordan, you have to stop us from being enslaved, and that's the plot of the yeah. film. What a good one! What a time to be alive. You know, I'd have to say, um, as, you know, Kikai Sentai Zenkaiger keeps going on, I've been a little mm-hmm. worried about Kaito Goshikita. Um, mm-hmm. For some strange reason, the world where he's been living in recently uh, <laughs> has merged together with the Trigento world, and some wacky things are happening to him. Uh you know, yeah. humans are seeking to fight to defend the lives of both humans. I don't know. The, what is the plot of the latest Kamen Rider? This doesn't make any sense. 
This is not common Rider. This is Super Sentai. This is Super, Super Sentai. Sentai. Yeah, that's right. Same it's, thing. It's the 45th anniversary season, so it's bringing back a bunch of other things. Okay. And right now, it's one human as the... It's like uh, four robots based, with him or something? Yeah, and four robots, yeah. But he actually just got a sixth member, uh, two Kaiser, uh, who is based on the last anniversary series, Go Kaiser. Okay. Okay. It's a long story. Um, but now we're going to get into my... Um, you completely... My st- honest... Yeah, because... So, in case you don't know, I'm really big into the NBA. You always talk um, about it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it is. It's just something about the sport itself that really just... I love it. I watch pretty much all the games I can. Uh, I've got a subscription to ESPN specifically just so I can watch NBA yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, and the games I can't watch, I get the um, – well, I used to get, like, highlights, but now I just get the points because, like, all the different percentage points. Because reading the numbers – it's like – you know how in the Matrix yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the computer screens are just numbers and eventually right. they're able to read that? That's exactly how I am you with just, basketball You just get now. the scorecard and you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I just get the scorecards and the percentages and I'm in. Like, that's the same thing as seeing the game, 100%. Um, so, TJ asked for my honest prediction for well, the... Well, I asked um, you for your completely serious, authentic hot take and predictions for the 2021 NBA Finals, which you definitely have a vested interest in. No, I do. Um, so, here's the thing. I know the... Um, looking at the points, the Clippers are most likely going to um, at least, like, get to the Finals and... Oh. Uh, Maybe when this is going to be um, uh, conference finals or the league finals. This is league finals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Clippers are in the West. Um, I think the most likely outcome is Clippers 76ers. Uh, are you looking um, your eyes are shifting right now, Cody? Cause this is a great, no, they're this, not. This is a pretty good prediction. Yeah. I, I, I act, you told me to do research and I did. <laughs> so here we go. Um, I think the most likely is Clippers 76ers with the 76ers coming up with an upset, actually. Uh, um, I think they're actually going to win it all. That's my prediction. 76ers, um, they're going to win it all or lose in semis. Um, mm, mm, one of those two. Definitely. If they make it to the finals, they're winning. If they lose in semis, then I, I'm going to go on a while to say the Bucks are going to make it. This is okay. a wild card. But if 76ers aren't in it for the East, it's going to be the Bucks. No other option. And can you can you name me the most uh, the most recognizable player for the Milwaukee Bucks? Can you pronounce that name for me? Yeah, sure. His name is Gian- Giannis on on Tetakonpu. You actually you got the first part right, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. I, I know basketball. I told you. <laughs> I'm impressed right now. This is pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you can look at their ratings on uh, online. I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, I was seeing some people thinking that um, the Jazz are going to pull through. I don't think they got a chance. Uh, They're barely Wait, making okay, it. Okay, so what is this? Or what do you say, Cody? That, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. What do you say yeah. about the Phoenix Suns and their their odds? I I, I don't think... I, I just have the Clippers going 100% to the finals. Okay. Like, I okay. I don't think anyone in the West has a chance. Like, oh, I, I would take. I would like to tell you the Suns are going to get there, but I don't. The Clippers are just – they dominated this year. Well, I, I, I would hope – I hope they do. I like I like Kawhi a lot, so that would be nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything could happen. Playoff play is weird. 
Um, especially uh, these past few years going into the playoffs, it's been really hard to guess what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. We all know what happened two years ago. Um, <laughs> but Okay. Did that come off the top of your head or is that also on here? Because there was a crazy upset two years ago. That's all on my head. Oh I know these God. things. I love basketball. <laughs> what do you not understand? I'm freaking out. The audience right now is probably fine. And they like tuned out. I am literally freaking out right now. Because this is amazing. You're pulling this off very well. Or secretly all this time you've shared my passion and just have never told me. It's one of these I, two I, things. I told you I love professional basketball. We've been over this. Oh, my like you just give me some numbers and I can tell you what happened. But yeah, overall that's my predictions. Um, uh, if 76ers make it, they're winning. Um, if they don't make it, Bucks are going in. Clippers beating Bucks, not by a big margin. I think Clippers Bucks is going to be 20 points. Okay. Um, uh, 76ers uh, Clippers game. How many? How many is going many to be games within five? Series do you think they'll go? That is a. That is a toughie. That's a toughie. Right? Uh, 76ers Clippers is going to be um, way more. Okay. okay. Way more. Okay. <laughs> like, not just one or two. Okay, so that, that, would be, that would be the max then. So you're saying yeah. 76ers Clippers would be seven games, and the Clippers Bucks would be four games. I don't know. Maybe five. Maybe five. Okay, maybe five. Maybe. But 76ers Clippers are going all. It's not stopping, and the last game is going to be maybe five points. That that would be crazy. That would be a very, very interesting NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to happen because I don't think the Clippers are going to like lose easily, mm. and the 76ers are going to want it if they make it because they played real hard this year. They do play hard ball. Is that a reference to something? I feel like that's just what every coach says in any basketball movie of all time. They're like, "Hey, nah, they're nah, playing nah, hard nah. ball, and I know your mom's been having trouble at home." But I need you to come to practice, son. Okay, coach. Look, all I'm saying is Ben Simmons on the 76ers, he is – he can play. He, he can play. And he's an all-star. He is – he's he's gunning for it. Again, if, I, if they make it, they're winning. Seven games, last game by five points. That's my prediction. That's your prediction. You know, uh, I, I would I would love that for the 76ers that'd be amazing me too um they are definitely one of the teams they are they are definitely one of the teams <laughs> they are the team of too many games the philadelphia 76ers and in case anyone at home has zoned out because we just went on about sports for 25 minutes um i'm sorry <laughs> tj made me do it all right i need to we need to do this part uh kind of quick because we're going over the time but that's fine well, why don't we? Why don't we just save that? We'll just save. Well, it. I really want you to know my next meal. Okay, we're not saving you have it. To know it. So, one last meal, very quickly. My school provided lunch to us today for some reason. It was uh, pan fried chicken and some salad and some mac and cheese. It's pretty good. Mm. But my my next meal, Cody, very very yes. shortly after this episode is done being recorded, uh, to celebrate uh, Emily making it through her first year of grad school. We'll be going to the much cherished McAdoo's. Oh, see now that's a good call. It's a good call. You're gonna get yourself a Boomer Burger. Uh, I'm getting a Boomer Burger. You know, I could have made my way down to Mac and Bob's and gotten um, <laughs> the hot chicken there. I don't know. Do they have hot chicken there? 
<laughs> you got to get the Boston zone. What did I get the one time I've been to Mac and Bob's? Because you, you ordered. It was either a cow zone or a Boston you zone. You ordered for me because I was like, I don't know anything. And you're like, and we all got the same thing. We all got. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was good. I remember it Mac being very Bob. good. It's a classic. Um, well, again, this is a bit we've always done, and we're definitely not stealing it. Yeah, uh, my it. last meal, my school also provided lunch. It's Teacher Appreciation Week. Um, but mine was not homemade like yours was, apparently. <laughs> Did you get like a lunch um, bowl or something? I had a small piece of a Subway sandwich. A... Was it turkey? It's always turkey, I feel like. No, it was ham, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I had a bag of Cheetos. Mm. And a brownie. Oh, you didn't get a grandma's cookie to go with it? <laughs> Thankfully, no. Uh, yesterday, we actually got nachos, and they were delicious. They were so mm. good. But that's not what we got today. Um, overall, uh, though, uh, the meal was fine. Uh, my next meal, I don't know. I'll probably do some leftovers or something. I don't know. I might not have anything because I had a, a bigger lunch than I usually do with the Subway. So, who knows? Well, um... It sounds like whatever you have for your next meal, you might need some extra napkins to help you out there. And Yeah, I think so. Once again, we did not steal our favorite segment, Last Meal, Next Meal, from anybody. No, we invented it. We invented it. It's, this has been your favorite Food Adjacent podcast. It has, yeah. And I have been TJ. And I've been Cody. And thanks for listening through the ages. Stop. <laughs>